Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into the badass in business you were born to be. Today, I'm kicking it solo. It is just you and me here in the mic, and we are taking it to the dungeon today. Yes, let's dive into the dungeon for a wee lesson about business, which maybe for some of you, this sounds like kind of a radical idea to look to the dungeon and this whole kink lifestyle for business skills. I mean, really, that's kind of a stretch. But I want you to bear with me because I love playing off of these little stories and analogies and taking what I've learned in the dungeon and applying it to business because it really does have a lot of practical application and particularly for women in business because most women I see in business or in the corporate world are really not leaning in sufficiently into their power. They're not actually stepping into being decisive, leading in a way that embraces their feminine power, really pulls on their skills and their intuition, but instead they're trying to copycat the masculine way and they end up burnt out and tired. So it is time for that shit to change. Yep, I just swore. That's the way this goes. Okay, taking it back to the dungeon, as I promised, today I want to really take a look at this idea of delayed gratification. You see, In the dungeon with the submissive, you never give them what it is that they really want right off the bat because there's really no joy in that. And it sounds kind of crazy, you know, this idea that, oh, if somebody really wants something, we'll just give it to them. You can give it to them, but the reality is, is that you actually end up denying them a much bigger reward. So here's what happens is that, you know, a scene is crafted out and the submissive ultimately in the end of it is looking for that sweet praise, the sweet praise for having been so good throughout all of the session, for taking all of that pain and for really being so obedient. But the thing is, is that if you give them that praise in the beginning when they haven't really earned it they know that they haven't really earned it. And so it's kind of empty and hollow and it tastes good for a while, but it's kind of like binging on chocolate. It feels good while you're eating it and then right after it doesn't feel so good. It kind of feels yucky. And that's the same kind of thing. When we give in to the submissive, we give them what they want right at the beginning, they haven't actually earned it. But when you put them through their paces... And you take the submissive through a longer journey where you are slowly ramping up the pain and you're slowly increasing and pushing their limits and getting them to the point where they're just about to say stop. And then you back off to just take it a little bit further and you back off and then take it a little bit further. When you actually go through that longer process, that longer journey, which might be a half hour or it might be two hours. And at the end of that, when they've really surrendered, like truly surrendered, and they've gotten to that place that in the kink world we call subspace, and they hit that zone where nothing else exists, no time, no space, no problems, nothing, nothing exists except for you and them. 
This is the subspace. At this moment, that is when you lavish on the praise and you tell them, oh my goodness, you were so good. I'm so proud of you. Look how strong you were. You were able to do way more than you thought you could. Because they're in that blissed out zone, it actually goes in. That message goes in and permeates into the cells of the body. That's why the journey inside of the dungeon is so powerful. We're able to create change and transformation at a level that is way beyond hypnosis or trance or, you know, any of the energy work. You're inducing them into a deep, deep level trance. And so there's that care that has to be taken on what you're inducing them with and what you're telling them and how you want to encourage them to take all of this learning and take the ability to shed away the trauma and go out in the world and create what they want. And that was always my journey as a dominatrix was to give people that transformation, to utilize that time in the dungeon because it's so powerful And it's a space that we don't have a lot in our day-to-day lives. But here's the great thing. From a business perspective, you're not necessarily, you know, you don't have an actual dominatrix beating you to do the things that you need to be doing, you know, whipping you every time that you look on Facebook. (laughs) Though for some people that might be helpful. But when you lean into being your own dom, And you discipline yourself into those actions and looking at doing things from the long-term perspective, then you get to have the reward that is much sweeter. It's much more fulfilling. And it really kind of goes in and permeates into your cells and you can believe that you're successful. But if you get the reward right away or you get that instant satisfaction of, you know, one client, let me just go out and get this instant hit of, you know, okay, great, I've got enough money to pay my bills this month. And you're not doing what you need to do to build for the next five years, then you're not actually delaying the gratification so that you can get the bigger reward. And that's the lesson from the dungeon that we can apply to our business. Your reward will be sweeter, bigger, more money, more time, free time, more of the things that you really want to create when you're leaning in to that long-term delayed gratification process, as opposed to trying to go for the instant hit, the quick fix. That's where it ties in. I mean, we also have applications we look at, um, let's say you're building a network marketing business. Well, delayed gratification is very important in this. And it applies to pretty much any business in which relationship building is key, which is kind of any business. But I think the network marketing shows a great example. Um, So if you're making connections with people and you're reaching out, you can't instantly ask them to join your team. And I see this all the time. This is such a newbie mistake. And we've all done this. We've all been here. But that, that person that reaches out, they've just joined a network marketing company. They're so excited and they want to get you on their team because they see that you're an influencer and they see that you're doing big things. And oh my God, you have so many people that you could sign up and you would just do ridiculously well. Oh my God, it'd be awesome. Oh, but the reality is they ask you at a time when they don't even know you. 
And I get asked all the time. So if you happen to be one of those people, listen up very carefully. Do not approach me. A, I grew up in a cult. I did recruiting starting at the age of eight. I don't want to do recruiting anymore. Thank you very much. Um, So that's my thing. It's not to say that network marketing can't work for you, but it's definitely the biggest example for a long-term game. You have to be playing in the terms of where are you going in five years? Not where are you going next month? Not can I make it to the next quota so that I get the trip to South Africa or wherever it may be, but where am I going for the next five years? How do I build a team that is sustainable You know, you can build that instant team and then end up with a bunch of team members who are doing nothing, who are kind of lackluster. And, you know, it was funny because I I reached out to somebody who said, oh, I'm I'm doing this new thing and this, I would love to talk to you about it, get you caught up. And I'm like, that was, that's great. But I'm, I'm really committed to not chasing shiny, sparkly objects. So I would be of more benefit to you by helping your team through a webinar on how to actually sell and how to get over your fears and objections to reaching out that I could really help you grow your team much better that way than you signing me up and me doing nothing. Because that's the reality of what's going to happen. You sign me up, I will do nothing, even if you do sign me up. (laughs) So it's not my thing. It's not my gig. And if you're looking for team members, you want to look for quality team members as opposed to just anybody. And this is the same scenario in any business. Look for the people who are in it for the long term. If you're always thinking about that long term game, then you're going to be evaluating people differently. If you're interviewing people to work for you and you're thinking in terms of, you know, how will they fit in the next five years? How will they fit? in the growth pattern that I have outlined for myself. How are they going to grow with my business? Do they want to be here in the next five years? Do I want them to be here in the next five years? These are all questions to start asking. And you can go further out than five years, but typically five years is a great place to play with for getting out of your head. I really find it's a good one because the brain doesn't necessarily totally calculate everything in five years. And yet it's big enough that you can kind of get out of the logical linear right here, right now. Okay, so that's that's one piece. Now let's kind of back it up and say, what if you're struggling right now for cash flow? What if what you need right now is money right now? And the reality is, is that I would say if you're doing a business and you're not generating the cash flow for that business, get a job, get a job that's going to support you while you build the business so that you put the systems in place and you can think in terms of those five years. You don't want to have the stress while you're setting up, you know, that this necessity of I have to make money. I see that crippling people over and over again. Unless, of course, you can get into perhaps the badass abundance mindset um, and trusting the universe and how it always provides. If you're able to get into that mindset, then, you know, great, go for it. Stay with what you're doing and keep going. But if you are struggling to get into that mindset and you're not working with a coach in the moment or a mentor or somebody, then get a job. Take the stress off. It's okay to have a job 
while you build your business. But still have that five-year plan. What is your exit? When is it viable for you to leave your business or leave your job for your business? And always be thinking of what is the long-term game. Having that inner dominatrix mindset so that you are willing to not make yourself wrong for the choices that you need to make. Looking long-term so that you stay out of the quick fix lottery mentality, do it all now. And being able to dig in and taking the action that you really most need to take. These are the things that are going to really provide you the long-term success. And I know that's not super sexy, right? There's going to be somebody who comes along and says, oh my God, if you just put this funnel in place and you get the Facebook ads and you throw a thousand dollars a month at the Facebook ads, it's going to bring you $5,000 a month and you should just do this. Okay. That might be a strategy for where you're at and it might not. If you're strapped for cash, as in you can't pay your basic bills, I really don't suggest that as a strategy. But if you're in a position of growth and you're already at 100, maybe 200,000, then that might be something to look at. The thing is, is that no one strategy works for everybody. No one scene in the dungeon works for everybody. I know I'm kind of getting a little off topic, but pulling it back together, (laughs) it's finding what works for you implementing the strategy and sticking with that strategy. It's tough, it's awkward, and you're going to need to whip yourself into shape every day to get this going. But keep in mind that the sweet reward, the huge sweet reward is coming at the end of the discipline. That is your inner dominatrix moment for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your comments and feedback and be sure to join me on another episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. All right. If you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.